0: Love Talk Radio. Do i Or happy No matter how you say it It only matters what you do Beloved, is universal And know that, know that someone's loving you No matter how you say it It only matters what you do Each day, please take the time to tell someone that I love you. Say it, it only matters what you do Each day, please take the time To tell someone that
1: We
2: have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for loss. Listen Do you
3: hear? It's getting closer. We
1: have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We the men in black.
3: You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. This is a dream come true.
0: It's awesome, baby!
3: Can you go tell whoever got that music turned loud to turn it down? Please, now, Harry. I need to do a mic check. I think my mic is open here. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, my apologies. Let me do a quick mic check over here. Caller from the 703-926. How you doing tonight? Are you there with me? Caller from the 703-926. Is my mic working live tonight? Yes, it
4: is, Coach. Okay.
3: Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I guess I'll run my intro back. Hold on and let me just let me try to run this again.
5: This is a dream come true.
3: And the hits just keep on coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Welcome, everyone. This is Coach Kyer, and you are still rocking with the best. This is Symptometry Night at Coach K Radio, and thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. I definitely appreciate you so much. Like, this is just an honor for me to be here tonight and be able to present this show to you in this format just, I'm just loving it. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, I also want to add that I'm also streaming live via YouTube. Some of you will be able to go over to my website at CoachKaier.com, and you can go to YouTube and just type in Curing Yeast Infection, because people want to know about that. This information is very pertinent Um and me, even me as a man, I wanna know too. I'm curious like can can men have yeast infections? These are type these are things that people, you know, don't discuss and they and they think, you know, is it transmutable? Like we talked about a lot, a lot, a lot of shows, um and a lot of different topics, but I also love covering women's health as well. So tonight is gonna be one of those uh shock and awe uh hopefully about how this is curable, but of course first we gotta talk about what is yeast infection, where it comes from, and a host of a host of things like that. But I cannot do it by myself. So tonight I of course my esteemed guests are joining me once again, Dr. Maxwell Narty, Doctor Charlie Abbott, and Doctor Elizabeth Weinick. So without further ado, I gotta bring in my esteemed colleagues, and my peers, but they're also my mentors. They're more my mentors than my peers because I'm trying to get on their level. So let me go ahead and get the get the ball rolling, bringing on my first guest scientist. He is just extraordinary. Like I don't really have enough accolades to talk about the things that he's done throughout his career, and I really trust this brother so much. And normally when I do my recommendations – of uh, you know who that you need to call. I'm on the phone with Dr. Abbott, you know, three or four times a week. Like this is the this this is my go-to guy. He understands chi, qi, uh Chinese herbal medicine, naturopathy. Uh, he's just an all-around guy. This this the whole dynamics of the body. He's a great person. He's a great husband, and I just want y'all to put y'all hands together for. It's awesome, baby! He's also the director of the American School of Symptometry. Excuse me, I didn't mean to leave that out. Dr. Abbott, thank you for joining us tonight. How are you doing? I'm
5: great, Coach. Thank you for having me back again this evening. And I just um, am excited about our topic tonight. Um, I'd also like to add that uh, you know, because you've been in the Six-month program that we're actually starting up another uh, six-month program starting uh, the 27th. So, if any of the listeners are interested in uh, American School of Symptometry, uh, just contact us, and uh, I'm sure information will be passed on uh, this evening. But I just wanted to alert the audience of uh, the opportunities that are that is that is there right now
3: mm okay, okay. I appreciate that so
5: what what do they need to do
3: to get more information about taking the six month course? Can you give me just a little more information on why some will take the six month course and what it's about?
5: Oh yes, absolutely. I mean the six month course is a is a a way in which to be introduced to symptommetry, but at at a um in depth level more so than what you get on you know, shows like tonight because the person is actually participating in the course and they're learning about the information and the root causes of diseases so that then they can speak to their friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, or just people that they meet uh, out in every everyday life, things that they do in their lives. And most people somewhere, somehow in, in the, the topics that are discussed, the subject, you know, we talk about skin disease and nail disease and hair hair diseases and diseases of the scalp. Uh, that most people know someone who's suffering from something like that. Not to not to to omit any other things, but the courses will 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 last up until December, and these are twice a month. But the person will be able to learn and go in depth. Um, about what they or someone they know may be suffering from and then know a way in which to have it cured and start the healing process. So that's an outstanding program. They can go to uh, www.americanschoolofsyntometry.org or they can contact um, myself at 708 Six two zero four three six two, and um, you know that is that's the way they do it. But you could they can also go online and register, and then that way they could be included in the upcoming course.
4: Lovely. And uh,
5: I know you've enjoyed the time that you've been in the courses. So um, it's just the opportunity for people to make that make that move and, and commitment to finding out more about
1: Root Cause Therapeutics?
3: Well, for me, my experience was, I don't know, breathtaking, exhilarating, and it was relatively easy. That's one thing I wanna The ease of the course and the information and Dr. Nardi's style of teaching made me very desirable to come to class, to take notes, and to have lots of aha moments. Like I was filled with aha moments. Ah, oh, okay. And a lot of things, even when I, like you said, being an advocate of symptometry, spoke to people about certain things, cancer, hepatitis, A, B, C, D, E. A lot of people don't know that hepatitis even goes past C. What causes it? um More in-depth study than what just people we're looking at as far as the food, you know, a lot of people want to buy the book What to Consume. I totally suggest that you get the book. I totally suggest downside of nutrition, but the Cradle of Truth, then the and the Law of Recovery, those books are for the students. That's taking you another level into some And really which is into yourself when you start studying the root cause of something is really the root cause of yourself and the dynamics that exist within you. And so that's why, to me, it's just like, yes. And I'm thinking about running my six months back and coming back and running it again just because I know it just keeps unfolding because and it also helps me become more prepared to enter into the school of symptometry. So I'm at that point where I got to be like, all right, which one are you going to do? Are you going to take the six-month course again or are you going to come on into school? So I just implore every person who's just interested a little bit about symptometry, at least take the six month course and get the health certificate. I mean at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum, because if you think you get something from these radio shows, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's what I want that's what I want to tell people. You ain't seen nothing yet. So um, So without further ado though, I wanna bring on um Another guest of ours tonight she's been uh i don't want to say chilling, but I know she's been working very hard because that's just her nature. She's a very hard worker, and I'm very glad to see that she is back with us tonight on the panel. She is once again an amazing scientist she's a great human being she's a very good friend of mine she's a super 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 funny person you gotta you gotta catch her like i I haven't had a, some symptometry comedy night. Where she's going to be the MC, But she can hold it down In front of the microphone I'm, I have all confidence in that And we all have so many sides of us Like the creative side And it just She doesn't even put any effort towards it. She's like what are you talking about I'm no comedian But she just has a very natural Cool personality that resonates with me And a lot of other people that I know So y'all please put your hands together For my friend and yours Dr. Ramon. It's awesome, baby! Dr. Winey, welcome back to the show. How you doing this evening? Good, good, Coach. How you doing?
2: Been, it has been a while, but it's good to be back.
0: Yay!
3: She missed
0: us. Yay, she missed Didn't us. did the dream come
2: true?
3: Oh, I like to be missed sometimes, Dr. Winey. Is that like a human emotion? Sometimes people like to be missed, and then when they see their loved one after a long time, they just feel good about seeing them?
2: Yep, that's pretty natural.
3: Yes. Well, I mean, it's much better than seeing somebody you haven't seen in a while and detest them, be like, oh, my God, them again? You know, Mm -hmm. so I don't have that feeling at all. So, Yes, so um, you heard about the topic tonight. Um, I'm ready to just jump straight into it. Uh, and I'm just going to ask you, Dr. Wynick, point blank, you know, in your face, what is a yeast infection, you know, and why why
2: do they occur? Well, fundamentally, human beings are peacefully coexisting, or designed, let's put it that way, to peacefully coexist with all organisms, which include funguses and bacteria and yeast and viruses. Um, Because the design is such that with a strong uh, electrical system, which is what's running us, if our electrical system is strong and our cells are strong, then then we have an electromagnetic field that protects us and allows essentially four times more bacterial cells to live in our body, healthy bacterial cells to live in our body and supporting uh, cellular metabolism than we have human cells. But until one understands Mother Nature and the principles of cell nourishment for all things of Mother Nature then one can't then support cell nourishment in a strong electromagnetic field because microbes, parasites, fungus, and yeast, viruses as well, live on composting organic matter. They're found in very high amounts in the soil or in the air. And so a yeast infection could be termed or defined by the presence of yeast, abnormal yeast or unhealthy yeast because there are good yeast as well as bad yeast. Um, abnormal yeast that are that are present causing various different symptoms. In, in women, it's traditionally, the, when, a, when a woman says they have, have a yeast infection, um, it's typically associated with vaginal dryness, vaginal itching, and a discharge. but Yeast can also live and take hold in the intestinal tract, uh, the lower intestinal tract especially, be associated with bloating, constipation, uh, nausea, vomiting, uh, lethargy, sort of just generalized um, symptoms. But fundamentally, it's because a person has broken rules that allow that the human system will be strong and not setting up an environment where the yeast are going to grow. And that happens when the pH rule is broken and cells are breaking down faster than they are repairing. And the pH rule is kind of subtle unless you understand pH, but enzymes, which are, which is the, the, the worker bees, it's the factory, the machines in your factory of, of the cells, function in a very narrow range of pH, somewhere between 6.5 and 7.5. So a pH of 7 is right in the middle of that, and it's called a neutral pH, not acid, not base. But so if you go to a pH of 5, then that's... A, that's 10 times more acidic, or sorry, a pH of six is 10 times more acidic than a pH of seven. A pH of five is 100 times more acidic than a pH of seven. A pH of four is a thousand times more acidic than a pH of seven. Wow. And a pH of three is 10,000 times. A pH of two, a hundred thousand times more acidic. And if there are more acidic foods coming into the body at two or three, for instance, where apple cider vinegar exists, grapefruit juice, cranberry juice, orange juice, um, sodas uh, containing phosphoric acid, blueberries, strawberries, grapes, uh, blackberries, raspberries, peaches, plums, various acidic foods, coming in at a pH of 2 or 3, destroy enzymes. And when enzymes are destroyed, destroyed, then cells cannot regrow and repair. So that sets up an environment where there will be dead organic matter, literally, <laughs> in, in the body. We can't specifically see this, but we can feel the effects of that. And then we can watch the yeast take over and watch the Funguses take over and watch the bacteria, the unhealthy bacteria take over. So that was sort of a long-winded answer to your question about what is the definition of a yeast infection. But it it fundamentally occurs, infections occur when a pH rule is broken, whether it's foods that are high in acid or foods that are high in base, which would be chocolate or um, nasal saline uh, rinses, uh, um, rinsing your mouth or brushing your teeth with baking soda or hydrogen peroxide, uh, eating alkaline food, the pH of the body cannot be manipulated like that. It's controlled by the enzymes that are functioning at a pH somewhere 6.5 to 7.5, depending on where these cells are. So what's required is to nourish the cells at the proper pH so that they can repair, and so all the cells are healthy. And they're not, they're not dead cells. They're not composting organic matter.
3: Hmm, hmm, okay. Well, I'm going to skip over to Dr. Abbott and ask him a question, because he's the man in the house. Dr. Abbott, is yeast infection only for women? Because most of the time when you do, like, word association, when you hear the word yeast infection, you think, oh, that's a feminine problem. What do you think? Um, No, no, not what do you think, Dr. Abbott. What's the science on are women the only uh, gender that gets yeast infections?
5: No, that's no men are are very very well susceptible to yeast infections as well, Coach. I mean, because it gender doesn't doesn't play a major role, and it. It, it it only matters as to the lifestyle of an individual. I mean, each each and every one of us who grew up at some point not knowing about scientific living and scientific eating was susceptible to those, to those things. I mean, if you really look at the cause of it, I mean, we have children. Uh, they're exposed to different things in the soil, okay? There's the foods that we consume. And, you know, especially the yeast that we're speaking of, it really, really likes sugar, okay, and it thrives on that. And men just as as well as women, can be susceptible to it. And it, it doesn't have to happen. And, you know, for women, we primarily think of it as being the area of the birth canal that's affected. But for men, it can get into the blood and cause uh, problems with the skin, um, in the groin area as well, and even in the mouth and in the eyes also. So there, it's not just only women but men can experience it as well because once the pH of the body is off then that can allow for all types of growth factors to inhabit spaces in the blood in the skin and other areas of the body even even on the scalp uh, yeast can take hold so therefore uh, men are susceptible to it as well, and, and and being in a relationship with someone or being uh, sexually uh, uh, connected to someone that can happen th- th- just as well. So it could be a transference of of that if the person is. Uh, their immune system or they're susceptible to taking on different forms of bacteria that um can uh, use them as a host and it happens every day it happens more than we really think about it happening so that's one of the reasons why you know it's it's important for someone to Use science as the basis of living healthily on this planet,
3: mm, gotcha, I totally agree. um, but there's anyone who's watching us on YouTube or if you're listening and you have a question like you want to just chime in? I've got plenty, don't worry, but I want you to line up because, like I said, I know that there's no shortage of pharmaceutical companies who are making millions of dollars. Just concentrating on yeast infections. And if we can nip it in the bud by you coming in, you know, you don't have to reveal, like, give us your name you or even where you're calling from. Like, I won't even ask tonight if this may be, you may feel that it's an embarrassing subject. But I do want people to participate tonight and, like, really get this information. If there's something that you don't understand or went over your head or was too simple or whatever, I want you to call in tonight, 347 347- all zero eight nine. All right, please, 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 give us a buzz. Like we need you. And post this on your Facebook. Post this show on your Facebook. Post the phone number, or call your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your homeboy and say, hey, they're talking about yeast infection tonight, and there's something on here that you may not be familiar with. And it doesn't mean that somebody's accusing you, but let's say you have a, um, you have a daughter. Okay, now, boom, back to Dr. Weinick. I'm going to ask my next question. Let me get the phone number. Press 1 when you call in. Dr. Weinick, is there an age limit for yeast infections? Like can a daughter, can someone's daughter or son have a yeast infection?
2: No, there, there really isn't an age limit. Uh, babies to the elderly are, are at risk anybody at any age can have a a yeast infection. It's because no matter what age, it's, it's whether or not there's the presence of the growth factors to sustain and support the yeast growing.
3: Wow. So the growth factors of the yeast growing is where the concentration has to be as far as if we want to stop that type of uh, activity,
2: well, well, yes. Yeah, it's basically it's, it's it's in the air we're breathing. It's in the soil. It's, it's it's everywhere. And the important thing is is are the growth factors present in the human body that they will stick and land. And that can be the growth. The presence of growth factors can be can be there at, at any age. And it's especially present in people who are immune-suppressed. So that's people who are at the older ages of life, the very, very young ages of life. Wow. People who have weak immune systems, meaning weak uh, electric electromagnetic fields.
3: Mm, mm. Electromagnetics. Well, you know, that's to me is an excellent segue for me to bring in the heavy hitter tonight. I want to bring in, you know who it is. Some people call him C. Joe Nardi. Some people call him the Grandmaster. We know him affectionately as the founder of Symptometry. He's been doing this for almost 30 years. He's been um, a champion for good health since he noticed that he had to, that his own health was in jeopardy. So I want everybody to put your hands together tonight for Dr. Maxwell. It's awesome, baby! Thank you for joining the show tonight, Dr. Nardi. How you feeling?
1: Oh, fine, fine. I was just enjoying it. Enjoying. I'm enjoying it very well. Were (laughs) you?
3: Well, you know, I try my best, Dr. Nardi. I do my best, you know, to make sure I ask the uh, most thought-provoking questions so um, we can get the information out here. Oh, uh,
5: okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Um,
3: Dr. Winick, uh kind of like gave me the back behind-the-back pass um, talking about, you know, the electromagnetics in people's bodies. Um, how many cases would you say that you suffer in concerning yeast infections in men and women per year, and how frequent is it? We
1: are we are only in July, and when um, Dr. Albert informed me, and later it was confirmed by. Uh, Your co-worker here at headquarters, Bell, who told me that uh, the topic will be yeast infection. So what we did was uh, the the statistics had to to come out. Uh, We have 66 uh, so far, and out of these 66, uh, 62 are women and four are men. Uh, men also have uh, fungal growths on their on their penis you know and uh, I've never I didn't, I didn't know this but uh, it was the particulate that I used to cure yeast infection in women that cured uh, this man's uh, fungal growth so that was how I got to know that uh, yeast infection also affects men so so this year, this is basically what we had. I did not ask them to go into last year to give me the stuff for last year. This this year.
3: Okay. Um, wow. Okay, so now can you talk to me about the electro... And Does somebody have some, some background noise going on? Because I hear a lot of things going on in the background. I don't know if you could just, whoever that is in the background, ask them just to hold up for a second, or uh, just mute your phone for a minute, but um, Dr. Nardi, could you talk about the electromagnetic uh, principle, Um, because Dr. Wynick was talking about how it lands, you know, it kind of lands when the conditions are right, so could you just give me a little bit about uh, that that particular specific in the...
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Yes, um, Doctor Wanek, you know, uh, opened the discussion very eloquently on the uh, the electromagnetic field. Uh, we all have an electromagnetic field, and the reason we all have an electromagnetic magnetic field is we are made of minerals. You see, we are made of minerals, so we may not see it, but uh, uh, the the the, the the inhabitants of the quantum world, the world where they exist, but we don't see them unless we use some additional gadgets or equipment to see them, like microbes, uh, they make the best use of this electromagnetic field. They know who is weak, and they know who is strong, You know, based on, based on the, the strength of our electro, electromagnetic field, and also based on the cracks, the cracks. In the electromagnetic field. So if you have a weak immune system, there will be so many cracks in your electromagnetic field, and this is what tells them that ah, this will be a very easy target. You know, but if your electromagnetic field is, is well, I mean, is, is, is all round, and and uh, without any cracks at all, uh, they will leave you alone. They will leave you alone. They are not stupid. They know that if they come to you, they are, you are, they will you finish them. You know We all have to we all, we all have to live, and we only go where there is food. We, no one goes where there is no food. You see, if you go where there is no food, make sure that you are going to survive for the next six months without food. If you uh. cannot do that, then don't go there. Don't go there. God created all of us, and we all have to eat. And then those who do not have food, they have to get their growth factors. And if you give them the opportunity to do that, fine. They will invade your body first as explorers. They will be there as explorers. They are exploring. Now, can I live here? Can I make Can I build a camp here? All right. Okay. Now, what is the pH? Okay, let me see. All right. Where? where do we have less electricity? Where do we have less, less electricity? And they always go to the pink areas. They always go to the pink areas. And these uh, men who had uh, uh, fungal growths on their penis, uh, they got it from a pink area. The pink area was the birth canal, the vagina. You know, so she, they, they had intercourse with some person who was infected, a woman who was, if, was infected, and they also got it. And they did not know what it was. You see, this is why sometimes I tell men after, after, after intercourse, go and wash up. Go and wash up. Don't, go, don't, don't, don't spend the night and the following morning, what do you do? You just put on your pants and you go to work? Eh? You don't shower, nothing? That is, that is not hygienic at all. You have to shower after intercourse. You know, because you, you don't know well if you know the person very well, fine. But how well do you know the person? I see. How well do you know the person? This also applies to women. You know, the pink area is uh, stratified uh, squamous epithelium without keratin. You know, and uh, that area uh, they have to dig you know, uh, uh, candida. Candida, there are different kinds there are different species of Candida and they all use, they all use their criteria for, for invading a person who has a weak uh, electromagnetic field or a tattered electromagnetic field. They know and then once they get to these areas they can go into the mouth don't, don't forget that the inner cheeks the, the inner cheeks are lined with uh, the pinkish uh, 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 layer called epithelium The throat, the same thing, Uh, the the anal canal, the same thing, the vagina, the same thing, the urethra, the urethra, you know, the urine passage uh, in the in the in the in the in the in the the woman and in the man, this all lined with pink, you know. So uh, all these areas are very easy for them produce their toxin to split epithelium to split the layer and it is after the layer has been pla- has been split that growth factors will begin to to, to come to emerge you know the amino acids there salts there there is iron there is manganese their, who whatever they want whatever they are looking for if they get it and their ph the ph is in their favor hallelujah they will be there until you find a symptomatist to remove them uh, what drug is going to remove them? And then you, are, you, you go to a hospital and they give, they give you antibiotic. What would the antibiotic do uh, when, uh, when, when the person has a yeast infection? That's a complete mismatch. So wow. this is what electromagnetic field uh, does. Don't have a cracked or tattered electromagnetic field. You know, you have to be very healthy. Thank you.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, wow. <laughs> um, Dr. Weinick, in in this in this breakdown in this breakdown of the cells and you you just I just love how you explain it often about people's habits. Like me and you always I think every time I ask you a question, you continually go back to habits and you're like Well, Kyrie, it's the habits that people have developed. What about, what are some of the habits? Can you name three habits, like very general, that people, that you would suggest, because we don't tell people what to do, what three habits would you suggest to people that they curtail or stop altogether in order, you know, in order to quit cultivating the environment that yeast infection can be grown in?
2: Well, the first thing I would suggest is to eliminate foods that are very high in acid. Um, Fruits are the waste disposal system of the plant. The plant doesn't have urine, but it has uh, metabolism, it manufactures things, and it also has waste. It has acid waste just like the human body. So what the plant does is put its waste in the fruit that then, that then is jettisoned when the fruit ripens.
0: <laughs>
2: I told someone today it's like, like being in outer space. <laughs> and you've got to have some way, if you're a plant, you've got to have some way to dump your waste. And so you just pull the trigger and, and the fruit drops to the ground. So the high-acid fruits, which are berries and the things I mentioned already, plums and peaches and cantaloupe and honeydew as, as examples, blueberries, they're very acidic. So that's one of the habits that people should get out of. Just because a food tastes good doesn't mean that it's, healthy for the cells. Um, the next habit that a lot of people are in are brushing their teeth with uh, some sort of sodium bicarbonate, baking soda, or hydrogen gargling with hydrogen peroxide, or using mouthwashes. And that's going to change the pH of the mouth, which effectively then strips the outer lining, like Dr. Nardi was saying, and makes it makes it a, a an open open target for, for the yeast. Uh, one of the things as we were talking before that babies get very often is thrush in the mouth, and that's because the pH rule in the in the baby, the infant has been violated either by the formula they're drinking or by the mother's milk um, that they are drinking. And the the next I don't know if it would be considered a habit, or, but I think in the United States, cultural, culturally um, uh, relegated thing, and that's juicing in general. Um, when a person is juicing, especially mixed combinations of various different things, then you just got this pile of of acids which overwhelm the enzyme system in the body. It just, it, 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 it's like plugging into a light socket and, and just getting a bunch of static electricity that effectively shuts the circuit down. And if electricity isn't flowing smoothly and closing and the circuits aren't closed all the time, once the circuit is interrupted, then that's when the yeast move in. So those are these three things that are on the top of my head um, about habits that aren't serving the purposes of the self.
3: So just to recant, just let me make sure I got this for myself. Three (laughs) habits that people can curtail and lessen are, one, eating high acidic fruits. Um, Yes, yes. And, of course, I know some people, are they got their mouth stuck out right now. Uh, Two is the mouthwash and using toothpaste that have baking soda or hydrogen peroxide-based toothpastes. Yes. And the other one was just highly acidic foods and drinks in general, meaning sodas and coffee. I would assume that those fall in the category of highly acidic drinks. Correct.
2: Yeah, both are highly acidic. Yes.
3: Okay. Wow. All right. Well, Doctor Nardi, now I got now I got another now I got another question for you. Um, is yeast infection a disease? Because earlier you know you talked about having sexual intercourse and with people and then it could come from one person to another and i remember in a show we had a, maybe a year back about this the whole premise of disease being transmutable and but now here we are again with something a yeast infection is popular in this culture to be surrounding the genitalia area, would a yeast infection in a male and female be classified as a disease or a sexually transmitted disease?
1: If I had not, if I had not seen it on a man, I would have doubted it. But I saw it with my own eyes, because, uh, demand, because yes, it is a disease. Yes, it is a disease because the disease gene has been activated. Yes, mm. it is a disease. The disease gene has been activated. So that's, that's, a very, that's, that's the shortest answer I can give you. It's a disease. And this is the, this is the reason I'm classifying it as a disease. And if this person had not had not come to my office and I had not seen it with my own eyes, um, I would not have concluded that um, this was um, this was sexually transmitted you know no no book no book discusses it discusses it as, as a sexually transmitted disease and now you know, longevity has made it possible for us to add to what is not in the books.
5: Mm. Wow.
3: So is it, you know, I mean, are the books going to be updated? Like, is it going to be up there beside gonorrhea? Because normally when people hear they have a yeast infection, they don't go crazy. They just be like, all right, I got to go take care of it, versus when they say I got herpes or I got syphilis or I got something else. You know, it's, it's, it's looked at more, more, ser- more serious. Um, is, is the treatment of yeast infection Make it like on the low end of diseases, or is it like an easier to cure disease than anything else?
1: <laughs> it, it is not easier to cure. If if you, in symptometry you have to be very, very creative, you have to be very very creative in symptometry. If not, you miss you miss many 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 targets, many hot points. You miss many of them. Um, uh, a, a, a man, a man who has a very very raspy voice. A man who has a very raspy voice, or a woman who has, very, who has a chronic hoarseness and, uh, and has mucos in the throat all the time, mucos in the throat all the time. But what is happening? What is happening? Is a particulate that cures the condition, is a particulate that cures the condition that tells you what really happened. Even the throat was infected. I mean, people do, people, uh, women give jobs. Do you know the man who's, who, who, who 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 you are giving blowjob to? You know? And then men also uh, they do what they have to do. Huh? I mean, wh- what is this? Fine. You may call it love. But uh if love is going to uh, cause a chronic sore throat to the point where you have to be hawking mucus I mean all day or all night uh this is not the kind of life I would recommend for anybody.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Okay.
1: Um, are there so any sex, other- Sexually transmitted disease, if oral sex if oral sex is sex, and then you have this condition through oral sex, then oral sex can also predispose a person to sex, a sexually transmitted disease. So candida... Should be classified as a sexually transmitted disease. Yes, it should be. We are updating our books, but look at the textbooks on microbiology that have been that have been that, that were published uh, in, in in 1984, 1980, 1985. You know, look at the editions. So they have not been updated. Hmm. we are always updating ours. Even the downside of nutrition is going is being abated. they there will be there will be illustration pictures in there and all that. It's been it's been updated, but it takes some time before it hits the uh the stores.
3: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So wow. Um is there I mean, so should people consider Should people, well, let me just go to the men first, because women have been, you know, talking about, um, you know, and dealing with yeast infections, but as it shows up in the reproductive organs for, you know, for years or for generations. But men, I guess this question goes back, or or this comment goes back to Dr. Weinick. Dr. Weinick, could you name once again the areas where a yeast infection could show up in, uh, not, just in uh, not just in the reproductive organs, but where else did you say it could show up for, like, some of my listeners who just tune in?
2: Well, as Dr. already said, it's the, it's the pink parts of the body, and that's areas that are lined with stratified squamous epithelium that are not keratinized. That's openings from the outside to the inside. It's the entire intestinal tract including the the mouth and the anus, the vaginal opening, the vaginal lining, and uh, the lining of the urethra. It's it's the the interfaces between the inside world and the outside world. And that includes um, the nose and the sinuses as well. Wow. Okay, so how do we,
3: what are, what are some of the procedures cuz you're saying like okay we got to protect the pink areas of the body mm-hmm. and everybody that's that makes it pretty easy for people to say okay i i got to protect the pink areas and we talked about um three habits that we could curtail and then Dr. Nardi said hey we got to start uh, the men have to start taking showers after sex women start taking showers after sex being being more uh sanitary but, Dr. Nardi, I want to know, like, you know, like, where is it coming from, though? Like, is it, is, it a, is, it, is it an epidemic proportion, like some of the other things that we have? Or is it not as prevalent right now as probably some of the other things that we address commonly on a daily basis? Well,
1: well it, it is. It is. Uh, it, it has hit, if, I mean, epidemic proportions. You know, this is this is one thing. This is one thing that many, many, many women told me, and even many men also told me. They said, I, I don't know, but if I were to drive to your office, I don't think I would be able to discuss this with you. Because you know me. You know my face. <laughs> but the mere fact that I'm talking to you over the phone makes me very comfortable. Hmm. So we are having many people call us for these conditions because we don't know them and they don't know us. Well, they can see, they can see our face on, 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 the, on, on, on the internet. That's true. So they, they, are, they, 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 they know what I look like. They know what Dr. Warneck look like, looks like. They know what Dr. Abbott looks like. Fine. But we don't know them. So since we are treating them and we don't know them, I mean, officially, well, it makes it, it makes it very comfortable for them to tell us everything that is, that is really bothering them, you know. But if you were to know them, know the kind of car they drive, they know the, the license plate and all that, they would not feel comfortable. So that's why they tell us everything. And I want them to add a few more things. <laughs> because I am tired of beating about the bush. I'm tired of doing that. You know, Wait, tell minute. us.
3: Th- <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell you some more? What are they holding back? What what, what what do you mean they beating around the bush? What do you mean they come in? They don't want to be totally
1: honest? Yes, I mean, <laughs> you see. Tell us if you have fish odor. The, there's a different particulate for candida with fish odor. That is their signature. Tell us that you have ammonia. Coming out of the the, the the private part, you know. Tell us that you have so you have discharge that is as thick as cream cheese. All these are signature symptoms of the different varieties of candida. What I mean by don't make me beat about the bush and dance around the the the, the, the parties, you know. Oh, uh, I have uh, I have uh, I have discharge. Okay, all right. What is the color of this? Oh, it's white. All right. Um, what else do you want to tell me about your discharge? I mean, is it? I mean, does it? Is it? Is it very watery? Is it thick? Uh, does it have a smell to it? Oh no, just a discharge. And then I gave her the discharge particulate for the general discharge. It doesn't work. I said, no, 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 no. Tell me more. Now this is the second round. I don't want to repeat what I don't want to repeat what I did in the first round. Tell me some more. Tell me some more. Some of them is in the third round that they will tell me that oh well it started with a fish a fish a fish smell. Why didn't you tell me this three months ago?
3: Uh, uh <laughs> So well look, I tell you what. Here we go. Let's say we got to help one another out, Dr. Nardi. And we do. And you, like you said, women give blow jobs, men go down and perform cunnilingus. And what things can a man look for as symptoms that he may or signs that he may notice that his woman has a yeast infection or candida and vice versa. What can the woman look for so she can say, because they got to be comfortable talking to one another because they're having sex, right, Dr. Nardi? You know, you're not having sex with your clients. You only have, you know, you got your wife. But if you having sex with your partner, what should I be on the lookout for that, gives me an indication that my partner may have some of these symptoms.
1: All right. And you remember, do you remember three years ago, the young lady who had the deep itch? Yes. And who graduated from, from college, and she invited me to a graduation?
3: Yeah. she used to want to be like a prostitute because she couldn't. Exactly.
1: Say- Right. And today, this woman is wearing a badge of honor. Today, this woman is wearing a badge of honor. I, I was When I was in Minnesota, I was watching um, um, a documentary from Al Jazeera uh, Network, and this woman was the woman saving prostitutes in, in uh, North Dakota, you know they have uh, oil pipelines now, and uh, the place is booming. And uh, 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 pimps are doing brisk business with prostitutes, and this woman is there saving their lives. Wow! She, she look at Look at a woman whose life symptomatically saved with the deep itch when she was. When many women are many women are driven into prostitution because of the of the deep itch. When you are having intercourse, well, the woman would like you to keep going deep down, deep, 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 so that should be should be hitting the cervix. It should be there. Put it right there. There you know, there is something happening there. That is where the deep itch is located. Hmm. That is where the deep, well, sometimes too, okay, sometimes too, it is pretty close to the surface. It is pretty close to the surface. And then the worst type is when it extends to the inner canal. That is the worst type. So, you are asking me, what are the telltale signs? That would tell a man or a woman that this is the situation. Um, uh, the itch, itch is number one. Then, um, fish or smell. This is why it is always good to respect the woman by, by giving her time to go and freshen up before you do anything. Respect the woman.
5: But some men
1: are so uh, uh, brutal, uh, they, are almost, they always behave like beasts, mm. and then they just want to have intercourse without giving the woman the, 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 the opportunity to freshen up. This is wrong. This is barbaric.
3: So keep it fresh. That's like one of the that's one of the uh, the hygiene. So you're saying that the hygiene could definitely be one of the contributing factors to candida and yeast infection.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And two nuts. People who eat nuts. Uh oh. People who eat grapes. People Uh-oh. who eat strawberries. Uh oh. Oh, no! I mean, you see, a, a, a mold spore is deposited on strawberry and sinks in the crevices, in the small, in the, in the small uh, uh, depressions, in the fault lines that are there on the strawberry. How do you get it out? You can wash it. How many times? I don't know. If you don't wash it, in a certain solution. It's not going out. It's not coming out. How do you, how do you get, how do you get uh, fungus out of it? How do you get how do you get it at all? You heard Doctor Waneck say, "Well, energy is it, true. It is in the soil. It's everywhere. These spores have just been been blown by the wind, and they have been deposited on surfaces." You go to the uh, you go you go to uh, uh, farmers market. Fine, but you don't, that is open air market. The wind is blowing. And things have been deposited on grapes. So you want to taste the grape before you buy it. You taste it first. What are you putting in your mouth? You are going to have exploratory candida going in there, in your body. Then, after exploration, it will decide, okay, now the rules have been broken here. The rules have been broken here. You say, oh, they are bad. Who told you that they are bad? God created them too. They have to survive. They are the enforcers of the pH rule. They are the police officers. They will not arrest you, but they will teach you a lesson by causing a disease. Thank you.
3: Wow. And then he gonna say. Then he gonna say thank you. Oh my goodness. Whoo. <laughs> Dr. Weinig, do you want to? Uh, do you have anything to add before I start opening up the lines? I want uh, people to start. I don't know if because like you said, people don't want to. People like beating around the bush, so they may want to be a little. Uh, they may. They may be a little less cool about calling in tonight. But the lines are open. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We're talking about curing yeast infections and avoiding it and the signs of it, and that men and, men and women can get it. Uh, your children can get it. Oh, man. And be honest. And stop eating grapes, and stop eating nuts, and stop eating strawberries. Oh. Well, Dr. Weinick, you know what I'm going to say. Well, Dr. Weinick, they they say the strawberries are um, high in antioxidants, and, and the blackberries are high in antioxidants, you know, and I need my antioxidants, and my grandmother grows grapes in her backyard, and they taste so good.
2: Why do you need antioxidants? I think we have to go to the basic question. Why does a person think they need antioxidants? It sounds good. Uh, fundamentally, fundamentally, it's happening because they're, they're breaking the pH rule. So don't break, break the pH rule, and you don't need antioxidants. The best antioxidant is not to create it in the first place. And people just don't understand that. They don't even know what oxidative stress is. They just, it's it's a soundbite, it's a buzzword. So go deeper, learn more about this. It's better not to start the fire than to try to put it out. And effectively, oxidation is rust. Um, It's exposing minerals in an abnormal way in the body to, to oxygen. And that creates, I mean, I'm just using a metaphor, but it creates rust. And when machines are rusted, enzymes, they don't work. So don't create the oxidative stress in the first place. Follow the pH rule. And you will not be, be creating rust. You, you won't need antioxidants. Don't start the fire in the first place. <laughs>
1: Whoa!
3: She kept it. She kept it pretty simple, didn't she, Doctor Nardi?
1: Excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, start, you start the fire and then you call. You call nine one one and then you are you are you are hailed as the hero, but like you were the one who started the fire.
3: <laughs> and then you scream screaming, "It's an emergency!" <laughs> and they say, "What happened?" Well, you know, I was smoking around the gas can. I had the <laughs> gas can. <laughs> I was. I had a cigar. Somebody sent me a cigar from Cuba. So you know, I smoke. I, I like to smoke. You know, so I was out there fixing my lawnmower, and uh, you know, I repair lawnmowers. So I had to have gas around. I was smoking, and just caught on fire. So I now, now it's y'all's fault. Come, come, put the fire out. So yes, I have definitely uh, learned a lot about these particular things you know like because okay so here we go again here we go again wait a minute i always have to ask this because some people say well okay i'm going to change the foods i'm going to eat if they only change the foods they eat dr nardi will they change the conditions that exist in the body by only changing their diet
1: Well, this 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 sounds this sounds very interesting. Like uh, (laughs)
0: um,
1: somebody said, well, chlorine, chlorine, since it was discovered uh, by Dr. Steele, um, uh, is I mean it's um, it's a pH corrector. So, so all you have to do now is just uh, take um, add something that has some chloride in it, and then uh, you are going to to, to, to correct the pH, that is that is not how it works. It's a package deal. The human body is a package deal, so you don't just pick one and leave all the rest. They all go together. You cannot say you cannot say that uh, you are eating very very acidic uh, fruits or uh, using very uh, alkaline uh, products, and then you are all you have to do is just. Uh, uh, consume something that has uh, sodium chloride, and that is going to that's going to correct the, the pH imbalance. It doesn't work that way. So this is why health is more involved than what people think.
3: Mm. <sighs> Can you talk about the so do do people need to ionize? Because some people may just have came on the show for the first time, and they was like, well, if, if just changing my diet is not all I need to do, what what is this ionizing thing? What, how, how can I ionize the problem? Because if you say you're recommending that they take particulates and particulates ionize, what am I ionizing, and why can't I ionize just by stop eating grapes and stop eating strawberries,
1: Yeah, you know, the question. Okay, uh, okay, it's for me. All right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. First of all, did you commit an error? And if you did, what are you doing about the error before changing your diet and your lifestyle? Don't just say that. Okay, all right. I made a mistake. I've stopped. I've stopped eating grapes. I've stopped eating nuts. I've stopped eating strawberries. I've stopped uh, brushing my, my 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 teeth with uh, uh, toothpaste that has uh, that has baking soda and so on and so forth. I've stopped doing that. What about the damage that you did to your tissue? What about the damage that you did to your tissue? You have to repair this damage. You have to help yourself to repair this damage. And how can you re- how can you help? the cells to repair the damage that you, the, 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 that, that, that you made. The only way to do it, others have tried it, but they did not succeed all the way. The most efficient way to do it is to produce enzyme, enzymes upon enzymes. It's not just ionization. As I said earlier, it's a package deal. The human body is a package deal. <laughs> So if you say, okay, let let me just pick ionization, you can ionize, you can have the right particulates to ionize, but if you continue to eat chaotically, if you continue to produce an enzyme deficit, an energy deficit, well, 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 there will be some serious repercussions. So don't just use ionize, we we can give you the definition of ionization, but that is not good enough. Do you know how to produce enzymes? (coughs) Do you know how to produce uh, 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 um, uh, uh, essentials in order to reduce oxidation? You don't. And you say you are healthy. You say you are healthy just because you are not on a stretcher? You say you are healthy just because you are not on a crutch? That is not health So ionization is good But it's not good enough You need many more things than ionization Thank you Wow
3: If if anyone's looking At me on YouTube right now I'm holding up my sign I've been like taking little notes And then I hold them up and And what stood out to me What you just said was The human body is a package deal the human body is a package deal. It's like if, if you meet a parent and they're a single parent and they raise three children and then they want to marry you and then they say, oh, I'm only going to support you and two of your children. And then the parent, the parent, Dr. Nardi, I know this because my father would say this. Like right now, I think you channeling my father right now. But my father would say, my father would say, uh, hey. Me and my children are a package deal. I mean, I heard that like at least 200, 300, 400 times when I was growing up. And now for you to say the human body is a package deal, you know, you got to stop the chaos. You got to start producing more enzymes. You have to educate yourself. This is why even at the beginning of the show, Dr. Abbott was letting people know, the importance, and I am emphasizing the importance of the six-month health course from symptometry. Don't listen, Dr. Nardi, Dr. Weinick, this is how I feel, and I want to see whether you agree. Good health is a war. It's a war to get good health. What do you think about that, Dr. Weinick? Do, do you agree or do you think I'm a little extreme, or, or what are your thoughts on that comment, that it's it's a war out here to attain good health?
2: I don't think I would put it that strongly. I think it's it's an opportunity. I think it's an adventure. I think it's a a way to find out what's possible. And there's no question it's not for the faint of heart. It's not easy. But it's it's like an exploration. And you just keep digging deeper deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and see what you find. And the more and more you dig, the more and the more the cells uh, come forward. So I, yeah, I wouldn't call it a war. I, I call it an adventure.
3: And this is this is good. This is good, Dr. Nardi. She's 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 stimulating my right brain here. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> so because we because we both because I still agree with her and. It's just, you know, as a as a male, I'm just a little more young than she is. So she was like, no, it's an adventure, Cahillia. Oh, it's just an adventure. Well, in war, you have to have the right armament. You have to have the right, and armament are tools of war. So on an adventure, you need a compass to know what direction you're going in. And if you need to dig, like you said, dig deeper, you got to have the tools because a shovel is a tool. And right information, right knowledge is the, is the shovel that you need. Right knowledge is the compass that you need to make sure you're going in the right direction. Because whether it's either an adventure or it's warfare, you need to be going in the right direction, and you better have the right tools.
1: So, uh, yeah, I, I do I do agree I do agree with the with the I do agree with uh, the terminology of adventure uh, or exploration because war there are always winners and losers you know in war there are always winners even you are, whether you are using a tool or not you know you are always you know even look at look at the way the american school of symptomatic is structured you know we we are not after winners and losers you know uh the passes failed and all that no 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 you know uh the, you made a mistake just correct it you know That that's it and uh um um last last time uh i, I think like this past sunday i was on a on a radio show from, from a different uh for a different group i think the, uh, the muslim group and uh family I think Muslim men in action, that was, uh, I think, two Sundays before that. And then um, recently it was a family something. And then I just give them an example. Don't kill a fly. You know, God created all of us. You know, they, they are all looking for food. Just open the door or open the window and let the fly fly away. You know, why do you want to crush it? It made a mistake. It's straight into your territory. So, and do, do the favor to them. So when you are exploring, when you are exploring, don't forget that when you are exploring, you may stray into other people's territories. So uh, would they kill you? No, they will not kill you. Give them the opportunity to escape. Is that not what we do when 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 we have microbes when we have microbes in our body? <laughs>
3: We exit we try to we try to show' them the door we say we want to do the exactly. exit. I want you to exit the body just like if you were in the club and you thought' of fighting. they just want you to leave the club you can't just, <laughs> you can't stay in the club and keep fighting. you're right you you are you are absolutely right, so thank you, Dr. Weinick, and thank you, Dr. Nardi, for giving me the correct word and and, and that's what I wrote down attaining health is an adventure. Now some people do lose, you know, because they lose their life over their health. Some people do lose, you know, and and that was for me, you know, from like I lost my father. I don't think he just stumbled and fell on a tree limb, you know, because when mm-hmm. when after his after after his diagnosis, he didn't have the right he didn't have the right compass. He didn't have the right shovel. Uh, I didn't have it either,
1: mm-hmm,
3: um, mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest. And now it's just to me, I'm just a little more serious. I'm just a little more serious because it it affected someone very close to me in my family. Mm-hmm. So with me, I'm I'm at war against losing my family members. So I may mm-hmm. not be at war with. The microbes, but at times, you know, I I don't uh I don't like the adventure of 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 ignorance, you know, people just ignoring things, you know, and, and or when people try to inundate you with ignorance and they just say stuff that's just crazy. Today somebody asked me, you know, what's your blood type, and I was like, why? <laughs> like, well, you know, you know, I said, you know, um, are you eating this bread and da 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 da? I said. All those breads that you name in the book have MSG, all of them, because they sit on the shelf. He, I said, so his his science is inconclusive. And so for me, I don't, you know, I didn't really, I didn't pull out my bazooka. I didn't pull out my symptometry bazooka, you know. I pulled out some, some symptometry rations. And I said, you should eat, you know, uh, natural breads or, or fresh breads that don't have MSG. I shared some of my loaf, you know, in that particular um that particular scenario, but I just want to say, y'all stop stop eating all them breads with all the, with all those preservatives in it. It's not good for you. Like aren't those can those preservatives contribute to the youth infection as well, Dr. Nardi? Yes.
1: Um especially um sometimes preservatives but especially cheese cheese has a bleach um, uh, you know uh, potassium iodate uh, that is that is an excellent growth factor for for candida um, um, ice cream ice cream has uh, paprika paprika oleonin, uh, paprika oleonine, that is in ice cream it's an excellent uh, preservative and it's a preservative that serves well as a growth factor for for uh, for candida you know it is it is reddish in color it is it's a reddish added so if you get ice cream and then there is no red color in it that's fine but i'm not encouraging you to eat ice cream because if you deconstruct the white also everything that is white in ice cream there is something in there also you know milk you know uh, uh, milk don't forget that milk was um, was bleached. Milk was not snow white like that. You know, it was bleached with benzoyl, benzoyl peroxide, and that is also a growth factor. You know, chewing <laughs> gum, chewing gum. You know, it has a, a butadiene. That is a that is a growth factor. You know, so we have the list of all. I've compared all this list of growth factors of candida, and this is what we use in symptometry to guide a person to steer a person away from the growth factor so that the person heals, so that the person is cured. This is how we have cured yeast infection over and over and over. If we have not studied, if we have not studied deconstructive science to know what is in the foods that constitute the growth factors of Candida, well, we have just joined all the others uh, who have been using the mantra, yeast infection is incurable, yeast infection is incurable. Well, but you need some science. You have to dig deeper in order to do some deconstructive research. So these are some of the food additives and the preservatives that serve as growth factors uh, for Candida.
3: Um, thank you. Can you just, just real quick, because I know you got to get ready to get out of here tonight. Um, we talked about the two, but it seems like they have some very simple Candida and yeast infections have very similar traits and characteristics, growth factors, and symptoms.
1: Is yes, that is true. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. is is are they two separate um, entities, or is one the derivative of the other? Like is yeast infection a form of candida, or is candida a form of yeast infection, or are they just two separate two separate um, uh, uh, cases altogether? And, um, and and if they are,
1: what's the difference? Uh, no. Um, uh, in microbiology, candida albicans, candida albicans is, um, is an umbrella name for different, different varieties of, um, of fungi. You know, fungus is singular, fungi is plural. Uh, different varieties of fungi that behave in the same manner. They dig in order to in order to extract the growth factor. They dig in order to extract the growth factor. That is how they are. In the pink areas, in the pinkish areas. That's why they name them candida. Who named them? We don't know. But that's how they name them candida. Albicans. No. Okay. Now
4: why
1: why albicans? Album. Album white. Album white. Latin word white. So, albicans, because they, they cause so much damage that the epithelium is almost, is reduced to a discharge, and that, the color of that discharge is generally white. It could be light white, it could be thick white, but or it, is, it could be foamy white, but it is white. Hence the name Candida uh, albicans from album from white. Now, when a person has thrush, you, are, you see some of these AIDS patients who have thrush. You know, are ulcers on their tongue, everywhere in their mouth. The buccal cavity, in their mouth is, you know, uh, lined with all kinds of ulcers. That is called thrush. That is another word. That's another work of. As uh, a variety of Candida albicans.
3: Can you spell you know, Thrush? Can you spell
1: Thrush, please? At, uh, T for Tom, H for Harry, R for Robert, U for Union, S for Sam, H for Harry. Thrush.
3: Dr. the naughty the word just even when you spell it, it just seems like it's so. Like it's so nice. It seems like a real passive word. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem aggressive or violent or bad. It seems like a nice word.
1: <laughs> well, um, uh, those those who went before me, uh, they, they, they they coined they coined they coined the term, and uh, I respected that this right in uh, in invention and in discovery. So I also have to give it to them. So I. I know it's very benign, it's very benign, it's very harmless, uh, it looks it sounds very innocent, but there's a lot of power behind it. You know there's a lot of damage behind it. you know you cannot even swallow. you, you know you cannot even eat anything something that has pepper in it. I mean, see those people who have AIDS, who have trash. oh no, it's terrible. they cannot, they cannot even eat any, something that has pepper in it. So how do you cook with without pepper? You know, it's tasteless, but that is what that's what you have to cook for them until until they recover. You know, it's not easy. So we have then we have um, we have the candida, uh, we have the ammonia candida, we have the deep itch candida, we have the cream cheese candida, you have the fish odor candida. So. Uh, you are, they are named according to their signature, their characteristics, what they do, and how they how they how they announce their presence. This is how they announce their presence. So, this is why I said don't let us don't let us beat about the bush. Tell us what exactly is happening. What kind of candidate do you have? You know, okay. Uh, before before this radio show, people did people did not have an idea about it the various categories, the various groups of Candida. But now you have an idea. So help your symptomatist, uh, Dr. Abbott, Dr. Wanek, and me, help us to identify the troublemaker.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> help us identify. Help them identify the troublemaker because we can't identify. Like, it's just like if it's a, uh, an assault charge. And you say somebody assaulted me, but you and they say, well, what they look like? And you say, I don't know. He was just, <laughs> I don't know. He, he 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 just he he was just over here. Did did you see him? Sure. Can you describe him to me? Well, I don't really want to tell you everything about how he looked. How are we <laughs> going? How are we going to apprehend him? How are we going to get your goods back? How are we going to have justice served? So, please, just. The embarrassment, that whole that whole embarrassment dynamic is uh something that we as a people have to um have to like really work on and move past. So that's 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 something that I that's one thing that I really like about Dr. Weinick, Doctor Abbott, and Dr. Nardi. I don't hear none of my stuff back anywhere. They keep everything in the strictness of confidant confidence and they never laugh at me or they never make fun of me you know it's 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 very scientific and i make them even a stronger scientist by coming to give them something that they can practice on they want to practice healing people they want to practice getting to the root cause of things and different dynamics so they can either go back and ask dr nardi a question or or dig into them as Rakim said, dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. You know, because this is poetry. This is this is our compositions. So please, 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 please get in contact because no one has raised. Well, okay, somebody finally raised their hand, but I was like, most of the time we have people raising their hands, like, "Hey, I got something to say. I got something to say." This is probably like one of the most I don't know, maybe it's something that's just so embarrassing that people um, just have not had their, you know, they just don't want to talk about it. So I see y'all on the line. We got callers on the line. They just haven't raised their hand. But we do have one brave soul who just probably has a comment or something like that. So I'm going to just open her microphone. I'm going to pretend that I don't know what her voice sounds like either. Uh, Caller from the (laughs) 703 Thank you so much for calling in tonight. I don't I don't even know where you're at. You could be anywhere in the world. But thank you for calling in tonight and joining us at Coach K Radio with some time at Tonight. How are you doing this evening?
4: I'm doing well this evening. This, this was a very interesting topic. Um, Doctor Marty, I have a couple of questions for you. Um Uh, The first question I have is you talked about that there are several forms of candida and it's identified by either the smell or the look of the discharge, but I wanted to ask you that um, how would a person actually know, I mean, if you're just having maybe a random discharge, maybe once a month you notice a little something, would you say that that person has um a yeast infection, and it's just maybe just they probably found a little bit of uh white discharge in their um in their panties. would you say that a person has a yeast infection or they have no. some type of infection no
1: no 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 um if it if it is just if it is just a discharge that is signed for tissue renewal that is signed for that is a sign for tissue renewal so um a woman is not supposed to have this, I mean, a, a woman is not supposed to have discharge, uh, or except you know during ovulation, just a little bit, and then uh, there will be some mucus. But that is not that is not typical discharge. You know, I treat uh, I treat many women, and I tell them that uh, uh, a discharge um, is a sign that it's time for you to do some tissue renewal. And when they do their tissue renewal, the discharge stops this confirms the fact that it is time for tissue renewal.
4: and we do say that, that um, when you say when it's time to do tissue renewal, how will a person go about doing tissue renewal and will will the um, lime juice just uh, be something that can support that effort in terms of tissue renewal?
1: okay people 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 have people have gone out of their way to do things without symptometry. some of them have succeeded up to a point. But if the, discharge, if the discharge continues for three months, four months, five months, you cannot do it by yourself anymore. You need expert assistance.
4: OK, so with that consistent, I'm having a consultation and potentially getting some forms of molecules or particulates to help them with this process.
1: That is correct. That is correct. And you have the three symptomatists on the panel today. Just give, give a call.
4: You also said something that was very intriguing to me tonight, and because I have not heard you say that in American School of Symptometry, I would like for you to elaborate a little bit more. We talked about the electromagnetic field, and you said that the world of microbes use quantum physics to, uh, I guess, that's what they use in order to determine if an individual no, no,
1: will have... No, no, not quantum physics. I said they are, in the, they are in the quantum world, and they perceive the electromagnetic field better. Okay. And they, so they can see the cracks. They can see the cracks very easily, and they can identify, they can, uh, they, they can, they can isolate those who have a weak immune system from those who have a strong immune system and they know where where to hit, where to target.
4: Does that also include insects? Because I know at some point you 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 said like for a mosquito use magnetize. That is correct.
1: Inse you magnetite, that's a word, yes. Insects also insects also use that. That is the only way for them to survive, to get their to get the blood, to, 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 to fertilize their eggs. That is the only way. So they have this they have this ability we don't have this ability
4: wow and is there any kind of technology that a person can use or what can we use i probably know the answer to this question and symptoms but what can a person use to determine that they have cracks in their electromagnetic field or that their electromagnetic field is weak
1: in the quantum in the quantum world in the quantum world you don't you don't see it, it exists. You just don't see it, it exists. If you if you feel all your cracks, you feel everything, they will leave you alone. That's only how you draw your conclusion.
4: So you're saying that we have a field of every human being or would you say every living thing has a field around them and if this field has cracks or is weak, then it makes us target to Parasites, worms, viruses, mold, yeast, and so forth. Everything. W-
1: look at wh- why are people talking about protecting the planet? Why are people talking about protecting the planet? Why are people saying why? Why, why are scientists up in arms now about their own zone? About, uh, about uh, 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 dumping dumping uh, 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 items that are not biodegradable and so on and so forth. We are, affecting, we are affecting the electromagnetic field of the Earth. And this also extends to the human body. We have minerals. You know, we are micro, my, my, microcosm. So we are, we are the small part of the universe, a small version of the universe. There are minerals in these planets. And we also have minerals in us. So if it is getting weaker and weaker and weaker, who will suffer? Who will, have, who will suffer? Who will pay the price? And the, the electromagnetic field of, 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 the, of the planet is getting weaker and weaker. There will be floods. There, there will be changes in barometric pressure, changes, changes in atmos- atmospheric, atmospheric pressure, and then what is going to happen? What is going to happen? There will be so many uh, tornadoes. There will be so many uh, uh, typhoons and monsoons and so on and so forth. What about the human body, since we are the smaller version? This translates into, in, into uh, a weak immune system. And when you have a weak immune system, everybody jumps on you. All these microbes jump, jump on you so that they finish you. Do you think they will have mercy on you? They will never have mercy on you.
4: And I remember one day in class you made a reference to how we can use our eyes to penetrate another human being where you say, man, if the look could kill a person, most of us would probably be dead right now. Does that also, uh, the ability for a person to use their eyes to affect us in a harmful way also has to do with the fact that our electromagnetic fields are weak or not weak, um, whether they can affect us or not affect looking at us?
1: It all depends on how spiritually developed the person is. It all the person on how spiritually developed the person is. Is
4: it and the if, person if, if, that's looking or the person that's being targeted are you referring to?
1: If, if the person who is being targeted is spiritually developed, he's not going to, there, there will be no bearing, there will be no consequence at all. But if, the, okay. anyway, if the person who is spiritually developed um, is being targeted by another person, who is spiritually developed? Well, first of all, if you are spiritually developed, you will not go out of your way to hurt people. You will never go out of your way to hurt other people. Innocent bystanders, you are, you are hurting them. That is not possible in a spiritually developed person. Okay.
4: Thank you. Thank you very much. This was really a good subject tonight.
3: Thank you for calling in tonight, uh, strange person. Who we don't know who you are. That's right. That was that was excellent. Thank you for thank you. Uh, that was good questions. It's awesome, baby. All right, we're gonna wrap it up tonight. We gotta let Doc get in. He's uh he he got some things some some projects he's still working on. Coach Caillou's got projects I'm working on. Um I also want to let people know that this month, every month, I have a moon magic program. I show people how to use the cycles of the moon to manifest two goals. And if you're listening to the show and you're interested, tonight is the last night you can sign up. And the coupon code is happy, because I understand when you're happy, then you're not sad. No, I'm just joking. Scientifically, it's much better for you to be happy to produce uh, more, more positive electricity, more enzymes, a whole, just a, a ton of things the word happy comes into. If you use the coupon code, you can have $25 off joining the program today. But you've got to be signed up before the sunrise comes up in the morning. Just, just that easy. Um, go to moonmagic twenty eight dot info, moon magic28.info or healing relationships. Healing and sign up tonight if you need to take this program and work with Coach Kyer one-on-one for the entire month. Well really it started on the 19th and it runs till August the 17th. If you need to get in contact with Dr. Elizabeth Weinick to get a consultation. You may not feel comfortable talking to a man about certain things. You may want to talk to a woman. Talk to Dr. Weinick. Her phone number is 336-545-1020. Dr. Weinick, you like that, don't you? I didn't even have to ask. Yeah, you got got it. 336-545-1020. That's right. If you need to get in contact with Dr. Abbott, he has time to talk to you as well. His phone number is 336-456-9183, <clears throat> 336-456-9183. And if you need to go all the way up to the top and get in contact at headquarters, and especially if there's something international or something like that, call Dr. Nardi at 708-691-4977, 708 691 4977. That's also for speaking engagements. Uh, I don't know if he's doing any weddings and bar mitzvahs yet, but he will keep your marriage together, so he's not doing divorces. So, you know, Dr. Nardi, he wears a lot of hats. I know he's a symptometrist, but he's also a problem solver. Aren't you, Dr. Nardi? (laughs)
1: That's what they do, yes.
3: He said, said, man, don't tell all my business. Just keep it into the symptometry. So if it's (laughs) symptometry-related, But sometimes, symptometry some is related to, like, common sense. Sometimes he'll tell you something that's common sense that you don't need particulates for. Because I remember a conversation he had with me dealing in relationships, and I didn't need no molecules or particulates. He hit me with a nice, strong dose of common sense, and I haven't had a problem since. He was very creative, too, in this problem-solving, and he asked me some real straightforward questions. And I was like, oh... Okay, I, thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, don't need no particulars for that. I got it. So um, I definitely want to appreciate everybody and say thank you for those who all who joined us on the line, for those who uh, for Dr. Abbott, Dr. Nardi, and Dr. Uh, Dr. Winick, Do you have any closing comments before we go tonight?
2: Well, I think the most important thing is I would just encourage people when they read some advice about something, rather than just to take it at face value, look up the definition of the words that they're reading and see what it is that they're thinking about doing something about. Antioxidant is a great example. Instead of just saying, well, I need antioxidants, Find out what an a- antioxidant is and find out what it does and, and, and find out more and start by just looking up definitions. I, I kind of have gotten to the point where I say to people, well, what's an antioxidant? Very few people can define it. Well, what does it do? Or they'll say, I eat these because of all the nutrients. And I'll say, well, what are the nutrients in those foods? And they don't know. So even nutrients. Find out what a nutrient is. <laughs> Just don't take something at face value. And know mm. that there's science involved in, in all of this. Uh, the body is, is, is a scientific instrument. And it has to be played and tuned perfectly for it to work optimally. And that's what sensometry is all about. It's mm. about giving you, viewing audience, the tools to understand more in detail how your body works so that you can play it optimally. And the, the results are really phenomenal. Kind of an overused word, but um, it, it truly is phenomenal because the cells are, are in, uh, imbued with unfathomable abilities if they're given what they need. Well, thank you. It's awesome, it was a great
3: baby. You knew I was coming with that right there, right after you said. When you said <laughs> phenomenal, I had to say. It's awesome, baby. Uh, yes, indeed. We're gonna have to get Dick Vitale on the game. He gonna have to. He gonna have to come on the board sooner than sooner than later. All right, and uh, Dr. Abbott, do you have any uh, closing closing statements for us? Uh, this evening. You know, what do you think about the show?
5: Oh Chris, I think it was a fantastic evening because the integration of the body and how all things work and fit together, um, really has been um, mentioned here tonight and it's given, you know, the listening audience uh something to work with. And I really would like to see, you know, hands raised and and our information Um, put to use and even come and look at to see what we're offering over in the six-month program um, as far as the American School of Centometry is concerned. So uh, tonight was outstanding. I, I really appreciated it and I enjoyed the information that was shared and the great thing about it is that they can hear this information on Tuesday nights, Coach Kaya, and learn and find out about things that hasn't been discussed anywhere else on the planet in regards to health, cellular health, and eating scientifically. I mean, just think about who has ever heard anyone mention you need to know, you must know how to develop and produce an enzyme template. I mean, first first of its kind. <laughs> so, um I'm really uh, grateful and thankful for the time we've had uh, tonight. Thank you.
3: No problemo. I appreciate it. And see, like, I'm already getting messages over here in my inbox, already. You know, people, they didn't want to call in tonight. This is a touchy subject. So I'm glad I was here. I'm not a somatometrist yet, but I will send you in the right direction. But I learned a lot tonight myself. What am I going to say? Put your nose in it. Put your nose in it. You got to smell it. And you got to, look, you got to know what to look for. <laughs> Educate yourself. Yes. And I'm going to close with Dr. Wynick's statement, which to me was,
5: This is a dream come true.
3: The body is a scientific instrument. Learn to play it. Learn to play it. Conduct your own symphony. The body is a scientific instrument. Woo-hoo. It might be a title to a book series, Dr. Winick, you may, you know, you may want to stop me, but you may want to become an author. And, uh, you know, that sounds like a nice title right there. I don't know whether you're working on that, but, uh, sounds good.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's, it's got a nice ring to it.
3: Yeah, you could, I'm, but look, don't forget, I gave you, I'm not going to say I gave you the idea, but you're going to need a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So you need, when you're traveling around the world, just remember I got my passport. Okay. All right. No, I, appreciate, I appreciate everybody for tuning in and zooming in tonight. I'm going to leave y'all with one of the one of the top songs that's out here right now. A lot of people have been depressed and they get down about diseases and 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 people in their lives um, not doing what they want. Get your relationship right. Get your health right. Learn to play your body. It's a scientific instrument. Call and get a it's consultation. So Coach guy here. You can take a break Call Dr. What? But whatever you do, get yes, happy. Like I don't
0: care. Y'all there's
3: there's to night. I'm happy, hold on. If
0: you feel like a room a room.
3: Tomorrow night, 11 o'clock PM manleadsradio.info manleadsradio.info whole new series I'm doing about leadership. If you heard two Tuesdays ago the show we did with relationships and roles and and just all that good stuff, tune in tomorrow night, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, manleadsradio.info bring a friend peace oh,